a quick turnaround as we make the trip to Charlton Athletic on Tuesday night, but confidence is high and City are looking for a third straight win. Lass Sorensen scored the winning goal against Fleetwood Town on Saturday and he is enjoying the attacking freedom he has had this season. I think mainly obviously position, like now I play as a right wing back and which probably suits my game that I can get forward, like back and forward all the time. So as much as I'm trying to defend, I'm also trying to get forward as much as possible. And over season you sort of get into the situation and, and I think I could probably have a lot more and I've got five now and a little bit disappointed. I think I could have a, a lot more, but hopefully that will come. Yeah, I think uh, Ben House gave you a bit of stick post-match saying you have about <laughs> five shots a game so you should be scoring. A yeah, I know, yeah. Keep saying that to me in there, so uh, I'm not surprised you said that to be fair. <laughs> but, you know, is, is it something you've consciously thought about that in that position that you needed to add goals to your game compared to when you played in, in central midfield? Yeah, of course. Like, I think that's something I've been saying to myself personally for like a while that when I'm midfield, I always say, I need to go get into the box a bit more and stuff like that and uh, so when I came out there I just think it comes a little bit natural as well getting forward or well that's what I'm trying to do the way I play anyway uh, so yeah just trying to add that and does it feel good when you're you know you're amongst the goals you're getting match winners because as you say before it wasn't a, a regular occurrence was it um yeah I wouldn't say, of course it feels good to score a goal it feels good to make an assist but it probably feels better to to get the win I know that's a quite a cliche thing to say really but um obviously when we get down 1-0 and uh, we all obviously went into the game thinking we can win this so uh, so then when we actually end up winning as well that's probably the best feeling after uh, obviously the run we've been on and stuff like that. Yeah. And do you think the, the game the week before against Burton helped in terms of having that mentality of going we've already gone and got three points that's that's now done and dusted let's go and get another three points and having that confidence to turn things around? Yeah I think so I think uh, I think football is very much mentally as well and I think obviously prior to that we wasn't on the best of runs and sometimes you kick get into the habit of it's probably it's not that you don't believe you're coming because you always go in and believe but then when you actually get the win it doesn't take as much of a convention saying oh last we can actually get a goal here do you know what I mean so I think the win against Burton and the way it happened as well uh, obviously helped massively to uh, to keep being positive even though we were, we went 1-0 down uh, and it's just a meant as well it's just kept that gap hasn't it between yourselves and the, the bottom teams that have started to hit a good run of form some of them but exactly that's what it is like I think in League One some teams uh, can be down the bottom but you know for a fact every season there's always some of the bottom teams that are getting into a run or there's, there's always a few teams that get into hitting a bit of form and uh, and if you don't watch out all of a sudden you can get yourself into something you don't want to so uh, I'm saying happily we got our two wins and it looks a little bit better for us than if we didn't get these two wins of course and uh, that's football as well but I don't really think we look that way too much at the moment I think the quality we have in our squad and and the way we know we can be playing I think we rather look up I'm not saying we are looking to get in but I think we're always looking to win a game instead of not losing one and that leads on to onto the Charlton game doesn't it because they're a prime example of a team that are down there but mm. probably will feel they can get on a run of results and climb out of it yeah but as I said like I think League One is such a competitive league that it doesn't matter who you are and what your name's on the team sheet and everything because Charlton, let's be honest, is a really good team. They've got some great players and new manager who's really good. I had the pleasure of, of working with him when I was at Stoke and he's really good. So so the whole club is obviously it's a, it's a great place, but obviously they're not where they want to be. But that just shows in League One if you not two, you know what I mean? If you're hitting a bad run of form and you all of a sudden you can find yourself in trouble. But as you say, they're probably trying their best to get out of it. Last with some good advice there about how we cannot underestimate anyone in this division. Head coach Michael Scabala started his update by confirming Adam Jackson will miss out with a broken nose. Not too good, uh, broken nose, so two massive black eyes, a um, bit worse for wear, so he's going to 
he's going to struggle for, yeah, for this game and we'll see how long that's out for really. I was going to say it's difficult isn't it I guess because you could go for the whole mask situation but maybe that might not be easy for, for him to deal with. Yeah it's, it takes probably a bit more time than that so we'll have to see how he, he, he deals with it. I think like you say as a centre half it's probably not the best situation to put them in. But yeah he took a nasty elbow I think to the to the nose which was uh, yeah not nice. And such a shame for him isn't he because he's such a, a key part of your team. Yeah big player been done really well but you know, I always say that's why we need the competition for places and you know, uh, Pordy did well the other day coming on and you know, Alex Mitchell's now back who's been doing well and TJ did brilliantly when I came, he came on as well. So I'm really pleased with the back line and this is why we need, we need the bodies really. Uh, and Ethan Hamilton and Freddie Draper, any change on them? So there's no change with Ethan at the minute, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Freddie, we're not sure yet whether he's going to make tomorrow or not, he's having probably more of a look over and a fitness test today. Um, so yeah, let's let's wait and see on Freddie. It's almost typical, isn't it? You know, we talked about Burton and leaving players <laughs> out your squad, and all of a sudden now it's it's turning the other way again, isn't it? Yeah, football changes quick, and I think that's you know my philosophy on that has always been you know to keep calm and and keep to your processes because we know that you know players put their bodies on the line all the time and pushing themselves, and it's trying to manage the long term injuries and keep that making sure we don't make any decisions that make them any worse but at the same time you know that you're going to lose people through injury and other situations so yeah we've gone from having to leave people out into yeah short bench probably especially in the midfield area now with with Conor McGrandles unavailable tomorrow it'll give you a, a room for for manoeuvre I guess or not much room for manoeuvre yeah and we knew this game would come because Conor's obviously on loan from Charlton so we knew that this game would come um, when we signed him on loan so that's not a surprise uh, we just thought we'd have a few more bodies there but it's going to have to look at uh, what we do whether we change shape whether we stay shape uh, whether we just go with different personnel in that role but um, there's people that I think are really chomping at the bit if you like to come in and play so for me now it's for them to take their opportunity and do well on the day is it difficult when you come up against a man who's been newly appointed to try and work out how they're going to play? Yeah, really difficult. Uh, I think the good thing is we've got a little bit of insight information from Chris Cohen, who's worked with Nathan for a few years. So there's a little bit of understanding what he might do. Um, but again, it's a, it's a new role for him. It's a new group of players. So we're all, you're always trying to guess. I think to some degree they have the upper hand of surprise on us if, if they do something different. But we've obviously watched the game from Reading already. Um, and they were competitive in that game. And I think... We think we know what they're going to do, but it's going to be a tough place to go on a Tuesday night. It's going to be Nathan's first home game, really experienced coach. Uh, Paul Hart's gone in with him again, another experience, but we know those goes quite well. So, um, But at the end of the day, the players play the game and how well we can execute our plan against their plan, I think, will uh, determine what we do. Are they the surprise package in League One this year, the fact that they are where they are? It's not for me to say, really. Um, I wouldn't like to comment on either or. I think, you know... It's been a difficult season, but I think every club goes through different difficult patches at times. But I'm sure they'll be raring to go, and the change of management, as always, is there's a natural manager bounce. Um, so, yeah, but we just need to focus on ourselves like we did on Saturday. And I think sometimes you can get caught up in what other teams are doing, but we focus on ourselves a lot and what we can do and how we can hurt opposition and how we can be defensively strong. Um, and that's all we're going to do for this game as well. I know moods seem good around camp, even in the, the difficult run of form, but have you noticed a different change in the dressing room and a different change around the training ground since you've, you've been able to get those couple of victories? No, I'd say the mood's been good, honestly. Like, I know people think that, and probably the mood outside has been um, you know, different to the mood inside, but I'm really pleased with how the lads train every day. I can't you know, express how well they train every day, and every day we push them a lot, um, and we try and get the most out of them, but they're, they're, they're a good bunch of lads. They, they work hard every day. They, and what we have got is a real togetherness, 
And I think you're starting to see that in games where, you know, at moments we're, you know, up until Saturday, we'd had a few clean sheets against big opposition. So we've got a real together group who are prepared to run for each other and prepared to fight for each other. And I think you saw that on Saturday even when it was getting a bit tasty um, and elbows being flowing, all sorts, you know. And that, that's what's pleasing. I think, you know, when they're playing for the shirt, it's really important. When they're playing for each other, it's a really powerful thing. And does that make it easier for you as a coach that you can get your technical aspects across because you don't have to worry about that side of the game because they're, you know, they're, they're on top form when it comes to that? I think we always have to worry about that side of the game because I think it's one part of the game, the brilliant basics, that I say, where you have to do the football things of heading the ball, you know, winning second ball, running hard, pressing hard, counter-pressing hard. You have to do those things really well. They're what I call performance behaviours. You know, we always have to be on top of players about performance behaviours, but when they start to get those things right, you can then add more of the tactical information and they start to take more information on board. So we can't let that drop off. That's the bit that, that underpins everything we do. And I think, like you say, the last four or five games when everybody's been back in the building and fit and getting going, we've seen a real, um, real quality of performance behaviours coming from the players. You talked a little bit on Saturday about Ben House and maybe he played a few more minutes the last couple of games than you would have expected him to. Do you have to be careful with him, especially in a week like this where you've got the three games? For sure. I think that's probably been my toughest decision at the minute because we've seen how Ben's come in and how well he looks and scoring goals. But, you know, sometimes you have to make uh, difficult calls and I've got to make a difficult call with Ben whether or not we want to risk uh, or don't risk. And that's with the medical team. Wacker does a great job here, you know, looking after the players. So yeah, I had a difficult job with a head of performance to know what's right for Ben. And of course, everybody wants to see Ben all minutes, every minute um, doing well. But again, we've got good players and we've got good strikers that can come in and do that if we decide not to go with Ben or decide to go with Ben. But it's, with that type of coming back from injury with Ben, it's more about his cumulative volume of minutes that we have to be careful with. So yeah, so let's see how we manage Ben over the next sort of week or so. And is that where football's changed in the years that you've been involved? 20 years ago, it would be manager, decision, plays or doesn't play, whereas now there is a, a big team in and around making that call. Um, I think it's my call. It's always my call. Uh, and I want it to be that way. Um, but in the same sense, you want all the available information and advice you can get from all your team. I think modern football is we have a, a big MDT and everyone feeds into you and assistant coaches and coaches support that decision. But ultimately, you have to make a call what's right, um, short-term and long-term for the club and for the team. Um, but yeah, you want all the information, take that all in and then make a decision. But I think it's changed, yeah, definitely. It used to be you didn't worry about the sports science seeing the, the medical back when I was playing 25, you just get back on and yeah, I think there's a bit of a difference for that. And it's about making the right decision for the long-term. You know, we've got 15 games left, you know, we don't want to do anything silly to compromise that if we, if we can help it as coaching staff. Thank you for joining us as we look ahead to the trip to London. There's a great backing from Imps fans expected at the Valley, but don't forget that if you are not going to the game, you can watch a live stream through iFollow Imps. Imps.